Welcome to From Chaos to Peace with Connie. My name is Connie Graf and I am your host. I'm here to explore with you, often solo and sometimes with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think and why I say that clearing your clutter is self-love. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 170. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. Today, I want to talk about brand communities and their positive and negative effects on us as consumers. And yes, it has to do with clutter and finances. I do belong to two brand communities. One is around a specific all-purpose dress, which I love. And I belong to this group since, I believe, fall of 2021. And I'm quite active in that group, too. And um, that will be relevant later. The other group or the other brand community is around a specific crossbody bag. And I just joined that group about a month ago after I pre-ordered one of their bags. And I can already feel the mostly negative effects of being part of this community. But more about that later, because I'm getting ahead of myself a bit. Because first, I wanted to clarify what I mean with brand community. And since I'm not an expert on this at all, and to be honest, I just lately pieced it all together for me what happened here. And so I asked all-knowing Google and found a nice definition in a blog post from Sprout Social. And they define brand communities as follows. A brand community is a place where people who have an emotional connection to a brand can connect with each other and with the brand. So that's really in a nutshell what a brand community is. I love that short and distinct definition. So such brand communities specifically on Facebook have been on the rise in the recent years and they are like I just read in the definition a great way for us consumers and fans of a particular brand to connect with each other, share information and ideas, and show how we use the product. And as a bonus of being part of the group, we also often get exclusive or early access to new products on discounts from that brand. So even though I want to talk about the negative effects Even though I want to warn you about brand communities (laughs) in relation to clutter and finances, the connecting and the sharing information and ideas and showing how we use the product is the positive side of such communities. And it is the side that I very much enjoy in the groups that I am in. But again, there is a darker side to brand communities for us consumers that not many people talk about. If we are not careful, there is really a danger of accumulating clutter and of overspending. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. 
<laughs> so while I may or may not have accumulated clutter yet, I would say I have definitely spent more money on clothes than is normal for me since I joined the that brand community around the dresses. And I will get back to this later. First, I want to share with you what helped me understand better what is happening to me and to other consumers in these brand communities. I am part of Lisa Larder's Thought Readers, which is a business book club where we read a book a month together. And the insight came to me in February while we were reading the book Belonging to the Brand, Why Community is the Last Great Marketing Strategy by Mark Schaeffer. In this book, Mark Schaeffer says on page 22 of the Kindle edition, community is good for companies and it's good for customers. A mountain of research shows belonging to a brand community enhances a person's self-esteem, self-identity and pride. Sharing a common history, language and spirit with a community contributes to a potent sense of belonging. End of quote. So in today's world where loneliness is at an all-time high, yes, people need connection and communities. And that's what a brand community can and does offer. And yes, we as customers might need it for all the positive aspects. But there are not just positive aspects, as I will explain later. First, let's continue with how Mark Schaefer says on page 46, it makes things easier for the business because in these brand communities, often the customer is the marketer. Recommendations and content shared from friends and family forge the brand identity, demonstrate loyalty and drive sales. As an example, Mark Schaefer talks about the Gatorade community and the Sephora community. I don't know them and don't belong to them, but I can attest from personal experience in the two other brand communities I am in, a thriving brand community is really good for the business of the brand because we customers that are part of such a community are the marketer. We share recommendations and content around the brand's product, which forges the brand identity, demonstrates loyalty and lets other members trust the brand more and therefore drives sales. And the last part is important because driving sales, it really does, which is good for the company. But here is where we enter the darker territory of brand communities for consumers. Here is an example from this morning in the crossbody bag brand community I belong to. And it explains how this community is driving sales for the brand. Someone posted, starting quote, so I haven't even received my first bag yet, but this community is already making me want more of them. And I am an anti-bag person. You all need to stop it. And then she posts a smiley, uh, a laughing smiley, end of quote. And a lot of people put underneath a thumbs up or a heart or another smiley face. And I see really similar, if not even identical posts in the other brand community I'm a part of. And people are joking in there that these products are kind of an addiction. So I started to 
do some research. And what I learned, not from Mark Schaeffer's book, but from my research, this is what actually happens. And it's several things. One, when we're part of a brand community, we're constantly exposed to these products shared by the other members. So the more likely we are feeling like we need to buy more of that brand too. And it's really sneaky because there is absolutely no peer pressure and the company itself usually doesn't really market very heavily in the group either. They might just announce the launch of the latest product and then the majority of the marketing is done by everyone in the group talking about the new product, loving the new product, posting about how they ordered it, which then creates more awareness and more engagement in the group, which in turn creates this sense of FOMO, fear of missing out for the other members who see these posts in the community. And when we see others in the community making purchases and showing up their new products, we don't want to feel left out or excluded. So we feel the urge to also buy. And I actually personally have this experience too, even though I'm someone who doesn't really obsess over clothes and shoes and bags at all. I am weird to the point that I could wear the same looking outfit every single day. But being part of this brand community around these dresses, for example, got me to buy way more clothes in the last two years than I have ever bought before. And most members in the in that dress community I've spoken to had the same experience like me. They started with one or two dresses, but after they found the brand community, they started to buy more and more dresses, dozens of dresses sometimes. And some I have heard have over a hundred dresses. Others strive to have them all. And I don't even know how many dresses that would be, but I'm sure more than a hundred. So as Mark Shaver points out in his book, it is the greatest marketing strategy ever for businesses to have such a thriving community that generates sales on its own. But for us consumers, when we are part of such a community and are not careful, very aware and intentional, we start buying and accumulating lots of stuff that A, might end up being clutter and B, while doing so, we spend way more than we normally would. We might overspend to the point that we go into debt because we are not aware what's happening to us or because we have no self-discipline to not buy when we see all the other community members around us buying and showing off. So that's when I started to think, what can we do? Well, what can I do? I needed to know because I can so clearly see now what's happening to me and what's happening to others. How can I and how can we all as consumers enjoy the positive effects of these brand communities, but minimize the negative aspects that lets us fall into these clutter and financial overspending traps? Well, here are some tips I came up with, and you can either implement just one of them or probably best all of them at the same time. So first, set a budget for your purchases and stick to it. I know most people cringe when they hear the word budget, but all a budget is, is being intentional with your money. It's deciding ahead of time how much you want to spend and not let the subtle 
pressure of the brand communities or advertisement make you overspend or buy things you don't need. Of course, that only works if you have the the self-discipline and strength to stick to your budget. Sometimes it also helps to really take a look at how much you have spent with this particular brand over the past so many months already to come to your senses, so to speak, and start being more intentional. And that's actually what happened to me. When I look how much I've spent already, I'm really questioning my sanity. (laughs) Second, if you do find yourself hitting that buy button too quickly, and I admit that has happened to me more than once, You want to step away and wait, for example, for 24 hours before ordering. This can help you to cool off, so to speak, and to give you a different perspective and a relief from this FOMO that the group creates. I recently even had to cancel an order that I made the day before by buying too quickly, spending money on something I don't really need because of the group dynamics. And I want to add here, I don't want to blame the group and I don't want to blame the brand. We have our responsibility over our behavior. So I'm taking responsibility over my behavior. And that's what these tips are about. So if you're noticing you're having a problem, create a budget, like I said before. Second, make yourself wait for a specific amount of hours or sleep over it or whatever you want, what rule you want to put in place. And then if you notice that you're not disciplined enough to wait for a while or stick to your budget, you might even want or need to seek support from someone who is not part of this community who can help keep you accountable to your own intentions and rules and remind you of your goals that you have around reducing stuff or having less stuff or spending less or just sticking to your budget and to your um, intentions. And then third, you could also commit to a self-imposed rule that says if something new comes in, something old goes out. Or if you really want to downsize more, you could also have the rule if something new comes in, two or three old things go out. It is really up to you. What I want to emphasize is you are the grown up person and you need to be in charge of you, your actions and your finances. And yes, you can enroll help like an accountability partner or a coach. But ultimately, nobody can tell you what to do, not even a coach or accountability partner. It's all up to you. So and then if the above tips and strategies don't help you and after a while you still find yourself feeling too much FOMO and buying more stuff than you intend and spending more money than you had planned and have budgeted for, you might need to take a break from the brand community and find a community that isn't a brand community that rallies around the brand products. We all have to Remember that our self-worth isn't tied to the things we can buy or how much we support a particular brand. Clearing clutter and also preventing clutter and financial overspending is self-love and is taking care of ourselves and being mature. I know firsthand it's hard because these brand communities, they do really lure us in. 
Okay, so now let's quickly summarize. A brand community is an awesome marketing strategy for businesses to drive sales because the members of the community basically do the marketing for a brand, which helps to build trust and loyalty to the brand and drives sales. It's also great for the members, which are the consumers of that brand. Is a great way for them as fans to connect with each other, share information and ideas and show how they use the product. This in turn enhances their self-esteem, self-identity and pride as research shows. Because sharing a product we all own contributes to a potent sense of belonging. But again, there is a darker side to brand communities for us consumers that not many people talk about. If we are not careful, there is a danger of accumulating clutter and of overspending. These communities create a sense of FOMO, fear of missing out. When we see others in the community making purchases and showing off their new products, we don't want to feel left out or excluded. And as a result, we feel the urge to also buy. In extreme cases, you might have to take a break or leave the community altogether if you want to escape this kind of peer pressure. But first, you can try the following tips. 1. Have a budget. Decide how much you want to spend per month or year. 2. Give yourself a timeout before hitting that buy button or get an accountability partner. And 3. Commit to the self-imposed rule that you have to sell or give away one of the products before you can buy another one. Let me know your thoughts. Are you part of a brand community and have you experienced the positive and negative effects of it? I would love to know. Send me a DM, a direct message on Instagram. My handle is I am Connie Graf or contact me by email through my website conigraph.com. Okay, my friend, that was it for this week. Thank you for listening all the way to the end and have a beautiful and amazing week. Talk to you next time. Take good care and be safe. And remember, If you enjoyed this podcast episode and you want to go on a journey from chaos to peace in your home, office and finances with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one -on -one are available. Go to conigraph.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com to schedule your own personal Clutter to Clarity chat. And we will see if working together is a great fit. That is conigraph.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com.